A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Mini Crush Monday with me, Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and you, Noel Brown. Tis I, Noel Brown. You know that song, Werewolves of London? Is that the song? Warren Zevon? What is it? Uh, Where where does he see the werewolf with his hair was perfect and he's drinking a pina colada? Was it Trader Vicks? (laughs) I don't remember. I think it was Trader Vicks. I uh, I'm not the biggest Warren Zevon guy, and I know that Warren Zevon people are very dedicated to his. I mean, I just know, I just know that one song. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's probably his only big hit, right? Oh, I think he had a couple, but yeah. sure, that's up there. Have you heard that What's, new Bob uh, Dylan record? We talked about this. You have, right? Have you listened to it all the way through? Yeah, it's great. I just like that first song, man. That I contain multitudes is uh, is a real special. I contain multitudes. Multitudes. What do you say? I drive fast cars and I eat fast foods. <laughs> I contain multitudes. So Noel, you came over to my house yesterday. I saw you for the first time in, uh, masked, in quite a few months. Masked up. It was a yeah. social D hang for the ages for the books. Uh, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. You came over to help me with my new setup here in the basement. I wish I, I think I put out a picture. I need to put out a picture on Instagram of the actual recording setup. I put a picture of the basement sort of broom aside, the band gear broom aside. But now I have room. I if you had seen it before, Noel, I had to shimmy and wedge myself into an, an uncomfortable wooden chair. Oh God! And these panels were always falling, and I was tripping over cables. Mm. Now it's spacious because the drum set is gone. And I'm where the drum set was, and it, it, you got me going on a new recording system that we're same about one that I've through. got. Now we're like twinsies. 
We're gear, we are we're gear twins. And uh, do you see that? You can see it. Yeah, I've got a new webcam. Can you see the background of my room a little better now? Yeah, and I see you got a you got a drum set back there. I got a dope drum set back there, dude. It, it, Is that it, new? It's it landed on a friend of mine. We have some friends, a mutual friend that like is a studio engineer and made a record for some like rich dude that bought this DW drum kit and just left it at this guy's house for like a year. And he just oh. gave it to my friend. And then yeah. Matt Frederick, <laughs> who you know and love, uh, sure. who is a great drummer, uh-huh. uh, contributed a bunch of amazing cymbals and a snare drum and a kick pedal. And now I have this fantastic drum kit. And me and Matt and Alex have been playing music together every thursday as human beings like in person yeah how's that going you great feel good about that that's amazing we're all <laughs> yes i feel chuck listen i am not gonna live in fear for the rest of eternity i mean we've all been tested multiple times we all have agreed to kind of maintain this bubble situation and it's the only recurring hangs that i have and it's it's been huge really, what is, really wonderful. Uh, what does alex play he plays everything the dude is a fucking maverick. Uh, he's fantastic. I mean, I play everything, too. He's uh, a better guitarist than me, I would say. So he's been playing guitar. Okay. I've been playing bass. Um, sure. And uh, Matt's a really great drummer. But our goal is to switch it up. We actually have been trading some because we can do that. So. And are you just jamming? Or are you playing uh, songs, like cover songs? We you... started learning a few covers just to kind of mm-hmm. get the juices flowing. Do you know the Carpet Crawlers by Genesis? Uh, sure. It's off of Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. It's their more kind of Pink Floydy era sounding mm-hmm. stuff. We're doing kind of like a, almost a Motown version of that. And then okay. we, um, I don't know if you know the band Tortoise, but uh, I'm a huge fan and kind okay. of like, it's kind of reggae-ish, post-rock, kind of like radio heady. We're doing some instrumental stuff from scratch like that that we're just like kind of collaborating on. And I forgot that feeling where you're like, yeah, man, yeah, do that. And then, okay, more yeah, of that. Yeah. Let's do it again. Okay, all right, wait, 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 let's just start over. You know, and like, it's just that excitement, man. I haven't felt it in years. It's been a joy. That's great, man. I wish, uh, you know, we haven't, I haven't played in my with my band in months and months and months. I miss it. It's pretty cool. But we're just, uh, this basement's not big enough, you know. We can't be six feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. And singing is one of the big no-nos as far as, a super spreader type of activity. Oh yeah. Yeah. So which is, uh, we did, we actually did a little outdoor acoustic jam, uh, one night and we're going to try and do that again. Heck yeah, man. Invite me, bro. <laughs> uh, and there was something else I was going to ask you. I need to check in with Alex. I haven't talked to him in a while. See how yes. that guy's doing. You can still dating that girl. Noel. What's the update? Oh gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, d- <laughs> Sure, we're seeing each other. Uh, it's it's just oh okay, kind of you know I don't know like I'm not uh-huh. I've I've decided to take things a little easier with uh, okay jumping right into like hardcore relationship territory. Uh, I feel okay. like I've set myself up for uh, disappointment and um, uh, just kind of pain in the past when I'm too quick to be like yes this is the one. So I'm trying to be right. a little more. A little more cautious and not think that okay. I need to make it happen so quickly. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I think that's a, a very mature decision, Noel. Hey, thanks, Chuck. One I of try. the few that you make. My God, you, you can't just let a compliment like float on its own. You, uh. It's called a compliment sandwich. That's fair. <laughs> a new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. 
Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Noel, we're going to get going on some movie crushing and mini crushing. And, you know, we had so much fun with the music biopic casting with the Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks. uh, Who was the last one? David Bowie. David Bowie. That I thought we'd dive in there again because it's kind of fun to to get the virtual casting couch out, dust it off, as it were. And we are going to start off. Uh, we we I, I picked these three, Noel, and I think a couple of movie. I think there is one of these in the works, but the others are just movies I'd like to see. Uh, Marvin Gaye, I'd like to see a movie about Marvin Gaye, one of my favorites. How does that not exist? I don't know. Isn't that weird? It's a little weird. I have a Marvin Gaye movie. Uh, Amy Winehouse, and I think there's an Amy Winehouse movie in the works. That would be interesting. 
And then Madonna. Madonna. You ever heard of her? Uh, is that, I think it's pronounced Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Okay. Sorry. It's Madonna. You know, that's how they say in, uh, in like the gangster shows when you're like, oh, my goodness. You say, oh, Madonna. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any casting ideas for these? Are you going to think oh, about it? Let's see. Madonna, I could think of a few. How about um, Madonna as herself, uh, but CGI the fuck out of her to make her look like she's, you know, oh, de- 20 age and yeah. do the Scorsese treatment? Yeah. yeah. She'd probably love that. She'd love that. Madge. You ever hear people call her Madge? Sure. I don't I understand. Imagine. What does that have to do with Madonna? How does, I how don't does know. That, how does that translate? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. So let's just go ahead and dive into the Facebook page here. Wendy Roberts says Marvin Gaye should be played by uh, Mahershala Ali. I could see that. Not the best likeness, but throw a beard on him and put him in some groovy 70s clothes. Maybe so. Uh, Amy Winehouse. I know Lady Gaga is obvious, but she would be really good. I don't know if you can get another singer to play a singer. Can you? Sure you can. Okay. You can do whatever you want. It's Hollywood, right. baby. <laughs> uh, Madonna, her daughter, uh, Lourdes. Interesting. I don't even know what she looks like. Is she, uh, was she, is she in the entertainment biz? Uh, well, I mean, she's, you know, she's a, a famous person. <laughs> is that what? Here, let me look. Oh, well, she certainly looks enough like her, obviously. Uh, she actually kind of looks more like her dad, but I could see it. Uh, you know, I just typed in Lourdes Chacon, and that's uh, not her name. And it's Leon. Yeah, there is a, an actress named Lourdes Chacon, though, and she's Puerto Rican, and she is uh, much older. Hmm. Uh, unrelated. Wait, what, so what is, how, how, do you, how do I Google Lourdes? What's her last name? L-O-U-R-D-E-S. Yeah, that's how I spell that. And then L-E-O-N for her last name. Okay. And let's see what she, the she go- looks. She's one of those kids that looks sort of like an even mix between her parents. Oh crap! She looks kind of like Madonna looked a little bit in like Desperately Seeking Susan. You know, she's got serious yeah, eyebrows. Wow, yeah. very intense. <laughs> All right, our oldest of pals, Rebecca Robe, says Marvin Gaye, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah, I could see that. I think Marvin Gaye was kind of tall, or maybe he's just tall in my mind. Uh, I, I can never tell how tall celebrities are. It's always a shock was, to me, you know? He was 6'1". Donald Glover is, he's kind of a short stuff, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I think so. He's, Did, yeah, he's listed as 5'9". That means he's 5'7". Weren't we saying that uh, that a lot of like singers are short? That you went to the Rock Hall of Fame and that you yeah, were they're, shocked they're that everything tiny. looked like children's clothes? Yeah, where, rare is the Billy Corgan. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that guy in L.A. one time coming out of uh, Universal Music. And I had never seen him in person up close. And I was like, wow, he's a giant. 6'3". Interesting. Interesting. All right. So uh, Robe says, Glover for Marvin Gaye. I do like the likeness. And he certainly has the skills. So maybe just put some boots on him. Amy Winehouse, uh, Odea Rush. I don't know who that is. I don't know that is either. Clickety click. I don't know how to spell Odea. Oh, okay. Odea. I could see that. Oh, okay. It's pretty, pretty phonetic, actually. You know, uh, Amy Winehouse had that great schnoz, though. She did. She gotta did. gotta have the right schnoz. You can always you can always go like the hours route. You know, remember the hours? Sh- schnoz it up. Schnoz it up, baby. Yeah, that's true. I'm saying baby uh, Madonna. A lot today. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> Dial that back. Amanda Amanda Seyfried. I could see that. That's good. Good casting there. Oh, Rogue. she's great. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Becca Lou says, "Do the actors need to sing? That makes it slightly harder." I mean, you know, it's usually better if you're not lip syncing, in my opinion. Catherine Reitman is Amy Winehouse. Donald Glover, if he were taller. See there? Uh, but she'll go with Michael B. Jordan. 
No, I think Donald Glover. And then Kara uh, Delavingne <laughs> is Madonna. Who are these people? Kara Delavingne. And how do you spell any of their names? Oh, well, I do know oh, who that okay. is. Oh, okay. Again, it's pretty phonetic. <laughs> a mo- model, actress, and singer. She looks like uh, Madonna enough. I mean, I guess so. She's prettier than Madonna. She's got a real smoky eye situation going on. I like that. <laughs> you like, That's one you of like my, the smoky yeah, eyes. Oh, 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 she's a uh, she. Oh, never mind. I was about to say she's dates Justin Bieber, but no. Apparently, she was hitting back at Justin Bieber after he shaded her on social media. Oh gosh, yeah, it's also a, serious. It's, it's a beef. Uh, top fan and old pal Jennifer Mudge. The Mudgster says Marvin Gaye, Mahershala Ali, if he can sing. Amy Winehouse, Aubrey Plaza. Ooh, Aubrey, Aubrey, I love Aubrey Plaza, but I've never seen her do anything like that. Not to say she can't. So it's so funny. It's sort of become like sort of the new thing that like, you know, actors playing uh, singers do their own singing. Mm-hmm. That's that's much more of a modern development. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. It used to be all lip sync all the time. Yeah, I think it's just because that shit doesn't fly anymore with audience. It, you can tell it just doesn't look good. Does not look good. Not a good look. And then for Madonna, Imogene Poots. I could see that. Uh, Mike Sam says John Legend for Marvin Gaye. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good point. Amy Winehouse hopping on that Gaga train, and Madonna. Uh, let me see here. He says, I'm using my David Bowie suggestion, animate her, animate her, updating the style of animation from early 80s through modern computer animation for each incarnation. Nah. Sorry, Sam's. Got to get a real person. Josh Brennan says, Rachel Brosnahan for Madonna, uh, Leslie Odom for Marvin Gaye, and Emily Hampshire is Amy Winehouse. I'm trying not to make this just like Google Fest. But I got to see some of these people. These Emily must Hampshire. be all like up and comers, you know? I don't know. Hamp, sure. I, uh, I can see her. Hampshire? Hampshire. I don't know her either. Uh, our old friend, Minaldata, says Marvin Gaye, Lenny Kravitz. Did you ever see when his peen popped out of his pants on yeah, stage? Yeah, it's great. Epic, <laughs> epic rock and roll history moment. <laughs> oh, man. Like, of all the things, that guy just had to get out. Uh, Amy Winehouse, Lady Gaga, and Madonna, Miley Cyrus. Ooh, interesting. Our old pal Jeff Noel says, I can't quickly come up with the first two, but the person who immediately comes to mind for Madonna is Kate McKinnon. Oh, wow. Interesting. I could see her biting off a meaty roll like that. And she she's a good likeness. I agree. Yeah, and we haven't really seen her go the meaty route yet, have we? we we've no, mainly seen her she do could. kind of goofball things. Yeah, I think she's so talented. I bet she could do anything. I agree. I agree. Uh, Don Lozano, one of our old pals, says Don Cheadle for Marvin Gaye. Well, he's pretty great. Uh, Macy Williams for Amy Winehouse, and Kristen Bell as Madonna. Interesting. Hmm. It'd be so hard for me to get out of the Kristen Bell thing, though. You know, that might be a lot for me to overcome. She's very much herself. I haven't really seen her cast like as a completely left field, you know, character actor. I haven't either. You know? Yeah. That'd be interesting, though. But she's a great actor. She is. And a supporter of uh, Stuff You Should Know. Need to get her a movie crush, Noel. How do I do that? I don't know, man. Had her husband on. That's right. But I don't have the deets. I don't have no contact. You need to get the deets, dude. You need to get the deets. He's one of those who just kind of flew in and out of my life. And uh, Uh, 
You can't go like, hey, you got to get your number, Dax? No, it's tough. <laughs> I guess I could have. You maybe could have. Uh, Brendan French says, common for Marvin Gaye. Anna yeah. Kendrick is Amy Winehouse. Sure, why not? Schnauzer up. And Julia Garner, hands down for Madonna. Got to see who that is then. I hope everyone's playing along at home. Oh, of course, she's from uh, Ozark. Yeah, sure. She's great. Marty Bird. <laughs> Marty Bird. Fuck you, Marty Bird. Marty Bird. I love that everyone <laughs> uses his first and last name. And Emily Bird, right? Isn't that his uh, wife's name, or did I make that up? What's her, what's her uh, first name? Is it I Emily? Think you made that up. No, I don't no. think so. What? What's her first uh, name? They call her it's Marty and, and Laura Lenny. Yeah. I don't know. I love that show. Why can't I think of her name? Marty Bird. Marty and Wendy Bird. Wendy. Yeah. That's right. Man. I love that show. It's so a good. great show, man. Uh, it's uh oh, it's it's a it's a real romp. Not, all right, pl- not, not particularly pleasant show, but it's it's good. No, it's not. It's not a laugh romp. Uh, all right, I'm not going to look any more of these up, Noel, because that's taken all day. Zach Pointer, our old friend, says Ice Cube for Marvin Gaye. Uh, yeah, he's a little long in the tooth. Maybe Ice Cube's son. He's great. Mm-hmm. Didn't Ice uh, Cube's Amy, son play Ice Cube? He in, did in the Straight Outta Compton. Of pick. course, yeah. naturally, he looks just like him. Lady Gaga for Amy Winehouse and Drew Barrymore for Madonna. I don't know. You know, Drew's in her fifties now. I think isn't she? Isn't she my age? And all? She's got to be, but she looks stunning. Oh, I mean, she's great. I love her, but I just don't know. Like, if you, I think you got to cast somebody in their twenties to play Madonna because it's going to be an origin story. Jesse Cole says Marvin Gaye, David, uh, John David Washington. Uh, Haley Steinfeld as Amy Winehouse. Okay. And uh, old DJ as Madonna, Dakota Johnson. All right. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence for Madonna. This is what uh, Matthew Lindauer says. Gaga for Winehouse and Jesse L. Martin, uh, if you're going the older route for Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen Lyons says Christina Ricci for Madonna. Hmm. Lady Gaga for Amy Winehouse. I, I think like everyone wants that. Is it just the schnoz? Was that all they're looking at? And the chops. The schnoz and the chops, huh? <laughs> She's got them both in spades. I guess you're right. Uh, and the ch- Oh, goodness me. How's your uh, house's U.S. accent for uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I but mean, you know. He's an actor. If he's an actor worth his accents. salt, he should be able to do it. He should be able to pull it off. A uh, bunch of Lady Gagas. It seems to be the hands down. Uh, another Aubrey Plaza for Amy Winehouse is from Dylan Thomas. Uh, young poet? Madonna, uh-huh. mm-hmm. a young Madonna, uh huh. A young Madonna, Chloe Grace Moretz, and then Michelle Pfeiffer for today's Madonna. Okay, and then another vote for uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. For uh, who was that? I know that. He's, I said uh, I wasn't. I said I wasn't going to do no, it. No, no, he's in like he was in. Um, oh, sure. uh, Black Panther, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I was blanking out. Yeah, he does. He he looks like he looks like a good Marvin Gaye to me. He'd be pretty good. Uh, Kai Kendall, Jimmy, says this. Common, another vote for Common. Uh, Kristen Stewart for Madonna. Yeah, I could see that. And Lizzie Kaplan for Amy Winehouse. Okay. Uh, Jay Frazier says maybe Idris Elba or John Legend for Marvin Gaye. Uh, Sarah Silverman for Amy Winehouse. Interesting. And CGM for Madonna. Who is that, Noel? I feel like a dummy. I should probably know who CGM? Yeah, is that a... Is that like a rapper? Is that an acronym? Like, what are we talking? Is that like his initials? Can you look that up? Who goes by these things? What? Are, who are these it's people? Prob- I don't know. I feel some old, kind of probably. YouTube person. 
There's no CGM on the end. There's like a company. Continuous <laughs> glucose monitoring. Yeah, Is that what we're talking should, about? That's who should play Madonna. A glucose monitor. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you have the personality of a glucose monitor, Madonna. There's no... What the fuck is CGM? I don't know. It's someone's that it should be obvious, probably. Uh, there are probably people screaming at their whatever earbuds right now. All I'm getting is uh, continuous glucose monitoring, bro. <laughs> well, you can't just type in initials unless it's, you know. I typed in CGM initials actor. How about that? Okay. Let's see. Oh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. Still, I don't think she's at that she's level not yet. CGM. She's not at that level yet, friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to be a bummer here. But. Uh, old friend Charles Martin Akers says, uh, Omari Hardwick for Marvin Gaye, uh, Samara Weaving for Madonna. And for Amy Winehouse, has a few suggestions. Kendrick, Hathaway, Portman, or Kunis. Mm. Okay. Another vote for Donald Glover from Terry uh, Kaleo. Uh, the Danger Oven, Gail Kuntz, who thinks that uh, Stevie Nicks sounds like a goat, says this. Uh, original thought for Marvin Gaye was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he already well, did. He already did he, Stevie Wonder, yeah. right? Or no, no, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. <laughs> Don't look. That was a Freudian slip. They're both piano men, right? Come on. Yes, exactly. They have a few things in common. No, it's fine. Uh, so she says Donald Glover. Um, They're both blind too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I African American blind singers and piano men. Yes, but very different music. I agree. I agree. I, I'm eras. definitely in the Stevie Wonder camp. Uh, Stevie is the jam. Not to knock Ray, but uh, boy. Stevie Wonder, oh, Songs in the Key of Life. Fantastic, Give it to me. Fantastic. Pour it all, pour it all over my head. Boogie all. on reggae woman. That's what I say. Uh, Maya Hawk for Amy Winehouse. All right. I love Maya Hawk. That, that could be good. And then Kristen Stewart for Madonna. All right. Let's just do a couple of more of these. Chadwick Boseman for Marvin Gaye. That's from Tiffany Marina. Melinda Bacay-Leo says this. Donald Glover, Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga for both Madonna and uh, the other lady. <laughs> Amy, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's uh that's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of biopic. I don't know if, I don't know if her people would, uh, would, 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 would approve that. Yeah. All right. Let's finish up with this. Jamie power says Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton and Tilda Swinton. Hey, let's let Tilda Swinton do every acting role for every movie. Everything forever for the rest of time. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. 
I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been a podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Noel. So we're going to move on. Uh, I asked Emily this morning for a, a category of something that we could crush out about. And I made fun of her because she said, uh, best movie hair. And I laughed and I said, well, thanks, Ruby, because it sounds like something that a five-year-old would say. But uh, it's actually a great idea. Mm-hmm. And so I'm using it. So thanks to Emily. And there's a lot of good movie hair and a lot of great comments. Uh, Becca Lou says, I know she's animated, but Pixar created an entire software system just to get her hair right. And of course, she's talking about the movie, uh, I think, Brave, right? Isn't that the girl with the big shock of red hair? She does have a shock of red hair, but the, the hairier movie, I would think, would be Tangled. That's all like that's like a character in and of itself, but I guess yeah, her hair did look amazing and brave, but it's interesting that it took more computer muscle to do just kind of a static regular yeah. hair head hair than like a sentient being hair. I don't know. <laughs> I actually haven't seen Tangled, so I don't really know what the hair does in Tangled. Well, it's you know, it's Tangled, no. Okay. It's complicated. I hear you. I hear you. It's long and blonde, I think. I think you. Yeah. Uh right. Karen K. White says Julian Moore always has amazing hair. Yeah. Yeah, she's got good hair. Uh, Tara Lee Cha says, Natalie Dormer's hairstyle in Hunger Games. If I oh, thought I could pull it off, I yeah. absolutely would. Well, there's also that there's that crazy character in Hunger Games that has all the, the fashion-y hair and the weird, like, you know, bonkers future fashion. It's what's-her-face yeah. from um, movies. You know, you know that, that, that one woman that's in movies. Um, wasn't she? she the, she's the mean girl from Mean Girls. 
Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. No. Oh, Lindsay Lohan? No, no, she wasn't the mean girl. Lindsay Lohan she was, was a nice the nice girl. girl. <laughs> it was what's her face? Uh, oh my god, you guys are screaming at me right now, and 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 reasonably so. She's in the Hunger Games. I'm trying to find it. Her name is Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams oh, is sure. her name. She's got bonkers hair in the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, and just good hair. Natalie Dormer's cool looking. I want to look like her. Uh, Amy Crouch says I was always jealous of shares hair from clueless alicia silverstone yeah she had pretty great hair for the uh, it was of the time uh let me see here oh yeah good one here from amanda caron says ramona flowers hair in scott pilgrim versus the world yeah totally very cool hair uh our oldest of friends once again melinda bacaleo says uh julia roberts and pretty woman <laughs> yeah very 80s Wendy Roberts is the cast of Steel Magnolias for the wedding. I mean, that is hair. Yeah, that's true. Steel Magnolias had a lot of hair. It's not Tanya even... Tanya Boyd? Sorry, really quickly. It's not even Rachel McAdams who plays the character with the crazy hair. <laughs> Moving I didn't on. I she Hunger Games. She's no. not at all. She's not at all. No, you're off your game, buddy. I'm What's a failure. On? No, you're not a failure. Thanks, bud. It's the nicest thing you said to me all day. <laughs> Tanya Boyd says, uh, I love all of ScarJo's hairstyles and colors in all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, she rocks some good hair. Gotta have good hair and all. You really do, Chuck. You really do. You know who had good hair? Uh, Phil Spector. Terrible person. Oh. Uh, oh, really interesting hair. <laughs> and if you want to hear about what a terrible person he is, check out our pal Jake Brennan's new podcast, Blood on the Tracks, which uh, chronicles the insanity of uh, the, the Phil Spector story, uh, which yeah, involves man. a lot of intrigue and murder. And uh, he does it from yeah. the perspective of Lenny Bruce and Ronnie Spector and a lot of other folks that actually knew him. And it, he does because he takes this kind of like almost, I don't know, it's this really trippy storytelling approach where like you're hearing from the voices of these different characters. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You got to check that out. Jake's, Jake's a good dude. Yes. Uh, Molly Thibodeau, one of our old pals, says Scar Joe comes to mind in everything she's in. Uh, the period pieces from the 50s and 60s with the big fussy hair on ladies. Uh, Betty on Mad Men had awesome hair, too. Yeah, she sure did. Uh, Mary Dobrian says, uh, HBC, Noel. Who's HBC? <laughs> that is historically black colleges. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they do have good hair. Um, Helena Bonham Carter says, always has amazing hair. Yeah, okay. that's for sure. And, and by the way, the crazy hair, Hunger Games woman, Elizabeth Banks, who, to be fair, <laughs> looks a lot like Rachel McAdams. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You disagree yeah. with this? Yeah, I don't think she looks it like It comes up on the internet as a thing. There's a lot oh, of... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, how could the internet be wrong? The internet giveth... and the, Dude, they're very similar. Very similar face shape. Okay. I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to send it to you in the chat. I don't know. I'm not going to look. Fine. Charles Charles Martin Aker <laughs> says, everyone's hair in the fifth element. Uh, Karen Schlump Hughes says, Amelie, weird but so French. That's the hair. True. She's got a very conservative hair style. It's sort of like a tight bun almost, if I'm not mistaken, right? Which one? Amelie? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, it wasn't a bun. It was a... Uh, Audrey Tattoo? I think it was a little bob, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you're all. right. It was kind of a bob. Uh... I'm going to try and pronounce your name, uh, Jana or Jana. Uh, oh, I've, I've I've seen your name before. Oh, my God. It's adorable. Reife Gerste. Oh. Great name. I, Gwyneth Paltrow in Sliding Doors. Pure 90s for this short-haired gal. I don't know that I'm movie. still trying to pull it off every once in a while. I do not know Sliding Doors. Uh, it was pretty good. 
you know, the idea of the sliding doors theory, that's sort of what the movie's about. Like, you know, one small thing, like you don't make the, the sliding, the doors of the subway shut in front of you and you don't get on that subway and that could change the course of your life. That kind of thing. It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah, sort of. Got it. Uh, Anthony Noir, one of our old friends, says Natalie Portman in V for Vendetta. Even her skull shape is gorgeous. Oh, she is a, a, a revelation. Lady. She really is. And uh, I rewatched that movie recently. It, it was right when uh, all the protests were happening amidst the pandemic. Netflix thought it to thought it would be clever to push that as like a you should watch this movie. And it really yeah. did feel uh, like we were living that movie. And I watched yeah. it with my kid, and we both quite enjoyed it. Yeah, good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our oldest friends and one of my favorites, Daisy Christina Abreu says, oh, now I can't remember if it's Abreu or Abreu. Stupid me. She says, Angela Bassett, before and after cutting her hair and waiting to exhale. Uh, yeah, Angela Bassett's got great hair. And she's one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. And period. Uh, Andrea Hammond says, uh, what's his face? Adam Driver. And she did a little clip here from uh, the Star Wars movies. But, yeah, he's got pretty great hair. Did she type what's-his-face in the email? No. Oh, okay. That was okay. that was me. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was paraphrasing. Understood. Well, let's do a couple of more. Yeah. And hopefully, I'm going to make Emily listen to this since this is hers. Uh, Spader from Pretty in Pink. That's from uh, Courtney Abbott. I don't think I've seen you before, Courtney. Welcome. My husband has a man crush on that hair. Yeah. That was some pretty rocking wings from from the spades. What about Johnny Depp and Crybaby? That's a good one. Yeah, good, sure. good kind of greaser, dippity doo. Yeah, I mean Johnny Depp's got pretty great hair yeah. all the way around, um, and in most of his movies, he's got good hair. Uh, Hunter Freiberg says, "Is this even a debate?" And shows Bill Murray from uh, from Kingpin when he had that massive come over. Oh, that's right. Great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean that's the funny thing about hair; like it can be played for so many so many different ways. It can be played for like comedic value, or like you know for someone to be like particularly mysterious or something, or like it does a lot. Hair it, it says a lot about a character. It does. Well, I don't you really have good think... hair. We both have good oh, hair. Oh, thanks, man. I need to, you know, I need to get it done correctly. I just haven't been like going out of the house very much, so I don't see the point. So I just kind of sure. wear a hat. But I, I need to, I need to get back into the hair, the hair zone, the hair zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Stevenson Owens says Brad Pitt and Legends of the Fall. That was some pretty epic man hair. I gotta say, I remember that hair. Uh, Nikki Heckle Ott says Reese Witherspoon in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, that's a very cute, cute little haircut. I like Reese. Uh, Kayla MH says Princess Leia. Yeah, I mean that the side buns, iconic. I never seen those before. Noel, I think she originated those. Uh, Dylan Thomas says Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger hair was so dope. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. It was a cool, super cool look. And really quick, back to the previous one. Remember, did you see, we seen Spaceballs recently? Uh, no, Remember, there's not a, one of my favorites. Believe it eh, or not, it's fine. But there's a there's a really cute part where like you know the Princess Leia s character is uh, in the spaceship with her uh, with her handmaiden kind of C three PO character, and she is talking to her the robot, and then she says, "Excuse me," and she takes off her headphones, which are like the buns, oh. the Leia buns, and that's <laughs> that's the sight that gag part. there. That's cute. That was good. Uh, this one is right up Emily's alley because she's a big Reality Bites fan. But uh, Susie Hannah says. Winona Ryder from Reality Bites. That was that was great hair, because it, it was that messy chic sort of thing, you know, short messy chic. She pulled it off. Uh, Ray Scantling says Ryan Gosling in everything. He's got nice hair. Jamie Power says Charlize Theron in Mad Max. Oh yeah, man, that buzz cut. I mean, you could put a big turd on 
Charlie Theron's head, and she'd still be the most beautiful woman in the world. She's also really funny. Like and like I don't know. She She's and great. Taika are they like dating? She and Taika Waititi, or are they just like BFFs? Uh, Oh, I didn't know anything about this. If that's happening, then that's well, one of the best couples in the world. The, like for his birthday or her birthday, he posted some really uh, adorable thing on Instagram where it was like a picture of them together in multiple situations. And like she's something about fingering his BAFTA. It was really funny. And what? I, yeah, no, like he, he had a BAFTA and she was like poking it or something like that or by, or one <laughs> or the other way around. But it really almost was like, oh, my God, are you guys like dating or are you just really dear friends? Because they very that clearly love each other like as, oh as humans God. it was so that's warm and, and cuddly the world needs children from those two I agree uh, the danger oven says this for fake Bill Murray and that amazing come over in Kingpin of course real hair Julia Roberts in general but amazing and pretty woman be still my heart yeah pretty woman that's a movie that just still resonates I think with a lot of people uh, especially especially ladies very good movie of its time Noel Oh. You probably haven't seen it, have you? Which one? Pretty Woman. You know, that's one of those ones that I've probably seen like little snippets of enough to complete the full run of the movie, but I've never like sat through Pretty Woman. Mm, you probably wouldn't like it. I might. Why? Why do you think that about me, Chuck? I, I have very eclectic <laughs> taste. It's, it's, I know, but it's not very nolly. It's. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Give I resent shot. the fact that you figured out what that is. Whatever that means, I don't like Don't put it. me in a box. Don't put baby <laughs> in the corner. I, that's from a movie, too, that I probably wouldn't like. All right, Noel, go watch Pretty Woman. I want to... F- next week, okay. god damn All it, right. I want to hear okay. your review of Pretty Woman. Okay. We're going to do a segment called Noel Reviews Pretty Woman. Oh, that's a great you idea. Do it. I love this. All right. Yes, I'm in. Start calling you out on your bullshit. As long as it's streaming, because I refuse to pay even a dollar for this piece of shit. I'll, I'll pay you back for Pretty Woman. We can expense it. All right, fair. I don't expense any of the movies. I should do that. I probably spend $300 a year on work movies. Probably so. Jeez, I need to get that back. All right, Noel, we're going to finish up with a little stream this. We haven't done that in a little while. Uh, I am, just very quickly, I'm re-watching High Maintenance as my late night show. Uh, as you know, sometimes late night before I go to bed, I'll watch like a 30 minute show of something. And that has varied over the years. And it's always a rewatch almost. Uh, and I'm rewatching high maintenance. It's the best show ever. And it's still weird that you don't watch it because it's so you, even though apparently I don't even know who you are. You know who I am, Chuck for more podcasts for my heart radio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts Dark. or wherever you listen to your favorite. Have you shows. seen it? the first few episodes and I was into it and I just fell off because there's other stuff but I really do want to watch I know people are quite fond of it I am surprised that you have fallen off that show that's a tough show to fall off of I think okay okay you hear that ambulance uh yeah but you know it's just right. real life man this is okay. this is <laughs> hold for ambulance let's hold no I meant it it's coming for me Noel yeah because <laughs> don't you see me on the floor no god no I'm sorry I'm looking at this I'm looking at uh Google's so Dark is great. It's uh, if, if you haven't watched or don't know about it out there in listener land, it's a German show on Netflix. Uh, you have a version that you can watch the subtitled or dubbed. Uh, please watch the subtitled version because that's the only way to go. Apparently the dubbed version, they even changed the dialogue some to try and make it match. And so if you want the real deal, um, watch the subtitled version. It is great. It is very indeed dark. It's got a very creepy, awesome score. It is about time travel and missing children and different timelines and different eras. And it is very, very convoluted 
and a bit tough to follow. You have to dig in and do your homework and really pay attention if you're going to get into dark. Uh, and I will say this, there's a website that one of the crushers turned me on to from Netflix, the official site where you can kind of chart the family tree of all these characters and how they interact and the different versions of the different characters from different eras really, really, really helps. And uh, you can do it by episode so it doesn't spoil anything. So check it out. It's great. Uh, Emily and I are, you know, have been into watching very light fare through the pandemic because it's helped a lot to watch this light comedy stuff. But for some reason, Dark is doing it for us right now, even though it's super, super dark. Mm. I'll get back into it. Have Highest you, recommendation. Have you seen The Leftovers, Chuck? No, and that is one that is on my list to to do one day. It's fucking awesome. It's it's yeah. similar to Dark. Like, I mean, not, I don't know. I just mean, it's sort of one of those losty type shows where there's a central mystery. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of things tone, that tonally. takes you a minute to, tone, to figure out. But this one actually really delivers. And it's got a lot yeah. of humor and a lot of drama and a lot of, like, amazing performances and i i just loved every minute of it and it's what's one of the rare shows that just gets better like the second yeah. season is better than the first season the third season is better than the second season and there's three i think there's three total yes yeah there are three seasons of dark as well and one of the reasons i decided to watch it was because when the finale came out it was roundly lauded as one of the more satisfying wrap-ups for these kinds of shows and you got to stick the landing and apparently they stick the landing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. can't wait can't wait we're barreling through it we're almost done with season one actually uh all right that's it for me Noel. unless you want to uh talk about something you've been watching lately Mm, let's see no i i have been watching vice principles on hbo i got (laughs) hbo max and so good um i just uh, i think it's amazing i i know i know that that vibe that danny mcbride thing isn't for everybody uh and it's certainly for me mean-spirited but god it's for me too i love these bound and down um, yeah, me too. I, I I didn't finish Righteous Gemstones, but I'm going to get back into it. But this one, I just I binged it in like uh, a, a week or so, and yeah. fucking Walton Goggins, dude, as this <laughs> like so a fat maniacal Southern kind of yeah, like oh he's he's so one of the great. best f bombers in in movies. He says the word fuck, fuck. Like, better I, I can't like even he, do he rivals yeah. uh, Sam Jackson, I think. Yeah, in his in his fuckery, fucking so good. Fuck. I can't even do it. Like it's it's an art. I know. It's an art. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. His uh, Mark Maron is really good. He's a Georgia guy. He's a, a champion hog hollerer. Did you talk about that yeah. on Maron? I don't think so. But he had a really interesting childhood he, and background. He, he did. He did like a Terry Gross or something. And he's he's apparently a champion hog hollerer, which is basically when you go suey and then the hogs oh, yeah, come sure. a come a running. And I've um, called a hog knoll. Have you really? No. Have you run a trot line? Can you skin a buck? I have not. I can't do any of those oh, things. Shit. You couldn't pay me to skin a buck. Gross. Ugh, no joke. Uh, I don't even like doing it in uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. That's true. Did you see that update that broke everything? Oh, no. <laughs> it's back to normal. Okay. It was pretty funny. They they issued an update, dude, that literally broke the game. Like, horses were hovering and flying around. Oh, no. That's hilarious. I hope, horses there's, were I hope there's videos invisible. of this. Uh, oh, there's mayhem. all kinds of video clips. It's hysterical. Like, it was literally unplayable. And, you know, Rockstar, they don't even usually issue statements, but they issued one finally. We're like, we understand something's wrong for some players. <laughs> Not like we completely fucked everything up. Mm. And then they completely pulled the update a few days later, which is a really big deal. Mm. Like, usually companies don't do that. They'll try and patch it or fix it and they were like uh let's just forget this happened for now that's very funny yeah that is pretty funny all right noel that's it for me all right 
Uh, thanks for everyone, uh, to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Yep, yep. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.